It feels great to be back. I just want to say thanks for tuning in and taking your precious time out to listen to this. I truly enjoy doing this, something that challenges me. Um, And hey, if it brings value, it's a big win in putting a small dent in such a large universe that I believe we're all so fortunate to be part of. So lo and behold, episode seven, everyone's a badass until you meet one. Everyone's a badass until you meet one, and it's this notion kind of corresponds in my industry with everyone wants to get in shape until it's time to get in shape. Like for real, the majority of people yearn to be healthy, have more energy, look jacked, and have complementary strength until it's time to put in the time, time to put become disciplined, time to make time for yourself and to work. And usually... This is when you hear the excuses. If you by, by chance picked up the latest version of Muscle and Fitness magazine, the headline says nine out of every 10 people who claim a goal will fail. Nine out of every 10 who claim a goal will fail. And without doing too much research on the statistics behind that, within my decade in this industry, I do believe it's true. I do believe that we have replaced the word goal with the word wish. Anyone can wish, anyone can dream, anyone anyone can want, right? But it takes a special individual to actually make it happen. Or should I say a special individual to stay focused and follow through to make it happen? Because it's, it's that momentum to take action, to back up spoken words of admiration that, well, it's admittedly not easy and it's not normal. I mean, mediocrity is everywhere. Being average is based on survival. But the philosophy that I run with is who wants to simply survive? I mean, we are given so much more, the opportunities, the resources, the ability. People become stagnant. I get it. We've all been there. You get bored and you get comfortable. It becomes a lot easier to make up bullshit excuses than it does to actually put in the work. It's funny. Well, maybe not funny, but interesting, I should say. People put more energy with excuses than pursuing something of value. It's like the brain is so remarkable. It's not wired to do more. I mean, it's capable, more than capable of doing more, but it's not wired. That's a whole nother topic, though. When you, when you talk about goals or you talk about like comfortability or complacency, it, it always comes down to how bad you want it. It's super cliche, right? But for real, it comes down to effort. It's, it's a consistent effort that measures how much someone really wants to accomplish a goal. And I see it all the time. And as the statistics stated earlier, nine out of every 10 will fail on their goals. And it's because it takes work. It takes practice. It takes reps. Goals are not a wish. It's, it's more of a desire, a, a sustainable desire that stems from some sort of purpose, some, a purpose beyond yourself, a purpose that will withstand the whirlwind and setbacks of challenges, the breaking points. I call them the Art Castillo's of life. I, I personally remember meeting Art Castillo on the wrestling mat when I was a sophomore in college. I personally wasn't the best, but I was tough. 
And and I believed 100% myself. Without a doubt, I actually believed in my head that I was tough enough to walk on a nationally ranked wrestling team who bred killers, like real freaking killers. This is where I learned to swim with sharks. Styles make great fights, and for Art, this was prime pick, and he humiliated me. I mean, he rank stanked and stopped me all across the wrestling mat and bruised me physically. I mean, I was hurt. He's ruthless. But emotionally, I was really kind of like in awe because this was the first time that I kind of sat and I started asking myself questions. And I came to my first realization that I ain't shit, that I ain't that tough. The second realization is, what the fuck am I doing? I had to ask myself that question to get the answers I was looking for. There's a lot more to the story, but it was it was here that I realized two more things. And I took with me these two things, and I ain't never given them back. These two things separate me from the pack. Remember, perception's always reality. One, adversity invites vulnerability and self-doubt. Two, adversity is a simple reminder you're on the right track. Think about that. And I use our, and I use this analogy just for the simple fact that Look, there's always going to be someone out there that's bigger, better, faster, smarter, prettier. You name it. Somebody's out there that has your number. And in a drop of a hat, this somebody is ready to snatch up what you have already and what you've worked so hard for. You got to know this. And after that ass whooping, I became aware. I became aware of making sure I don't become complacent keeping myself sharp and willing to dial in the skills to become an asset, somebody of value, one that continues to learn and thrives and become better. It's almost like a student of life. When you become a student of life, it keeps you in the game. It keeps you grounded and it prepares you for, for when crisis happens, it could become an opportunity. I always say that this ass whooping that art put on me, (laughs) it allowed me to never get caught slipping again, have that mindset. I train now for when it's needed most. I believe in being an asset. I believe you need to showcase your skills and your worth. It's so valuable in life. I can't stress this enough. Confidence breeds this. And the fastest way that anybody gains confidence is going through reps, like lots of consistent reps. Consistency is without a doubt the strategy for absolute self-belief. And self-belief is the backbone of energy. What you put out, you get back in type shit. Good energy is contagious. And motherfuckers want to be around people with good energy because energy breeds respect. It's like the whole Bruce Lee philosophy. I fear not the man who practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who's practiced one kick 10,000 times. Let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade. Anyone can become motivated and start attacking something. But how about when you're tired and you don't feel like it? How about after that five weeks? How about after shit hits the fan? I see it so much. Shit goes great. People are making money or become popular or lose weight, gain strength. Whatever it is they're trying to accomplish, then shit turns south. If you want respect, you must earn it. But how? My answer, stay in the game. Do the shit you don't want to do on a consistent basis. And that'll provide that respect. That'll provide prosperity. With respect comes bigger wins, bigger consistent wins. But why is it so hard to stay in the game? I remember it was probably about five years ago. 
a friend told me the definition of focus and it blew my mind. To stay focused is the ability to say no. The ability to say no to the next shiny object that's dangled in front of your face, right? The shiny object syndrome, I think it's called. The lack of consistency in somebody's life, it, it, it invites ruthless ass dudes like Archie in your life to stir shit up. And once Art, once he gets his paws on you, it's a, it's a long day in the office. Trust me. I'm not saying the arts of the world won't sneak up on you while you're being consistent. But what will happen is your confidence to handle him will be much higher. Your self-belief stems from consistently doing more, consistently being disciplined and doing the things you don't want to do, but know they're so good for you. Day in and day out, putting forth effort towards your purpose, it builds a foundation that becomes hard to crack. Day in, day out, you're working towards just being better. It puts you around better people, people that want more out of life. You'll start differentiating yourself and being extremely proactive of your energy because energy is sacred, especially when it's utilized for growth like mind, body, spirit. But when, you, when somebody like keeps jumping ship and bailing from goals, you're now in the game of chasing tails. You start becoming complacent. You then start attracting others that are complacent and comfortable, and that usually comes with a whole lot of baggage. There's always an excuse and a problem, an issue. Like There's no time for drama when you're trying to put a dent in the universe. Here's the thing. In a blink of an eye, it's 10 years from now, and it's... How far have you advanced? Even if your metric isn't about advancement, let's say it's about happiness, what are you doing right now to set yourself up to enjoy the process of life for the next 10 years? That was actually a real cool question. Asking the right questions gets better answers, and that's something I'm trying to be more mindful of. But back to this. Do you like to survive or thrive? You know it takes just as much effort in thriving and pursuing optimal potential as it does to just merely survive? Hear me out. Let's just say you're making a decent paycheck annually and living comfortable. I've been there. You make it work, it becomes second nature to spend accordingly and live life to the fullest on what we'll call sacred money. But then a storm hits, someone gets sick, you get laid off, COVID, life happens, right? Now you got to make up for lost ground. Now you got to grind with anxiety and other detrimental patterns kind of working against you, which takes even more energy and more time. And it's far from a wash. You could only be comfortable surviving for so long before you meet an Arcastillo. I recently shaved my head. I'm 40 and I have a full head of hair. Well, I did until I shaved my head. So... I shaved it to not only show support to my buddy, Chris, who's picking a fight with cancer, but to make sure he knows it's just not about him. So I threw it back onto his plate. He knows how much I love my curls and how much my hair means to me or how much it meant to me at one time. He's a tough dude. Let me, let me paint a picture. He's a tough dude mentally and physically twice as strong as me. I mean, he consistently reads. He stimulates the brain. He practices being in the now for spirituality. And he was once a Division I freak athlete. He's a bit older now, but same championship mindset. And now he's being put to the test. Earlier, I stated adversity breeds vulnerability. And this is especially the case when it's in a fight. When you're in a fight, like a sanctioned prize fight, you train really hard prior. And if you don't, some bad shit can happen. 
you stay disciplined leading up, right? You eat clean, you recover well, you train multiple times a day really, really hard. You train when you really don't want to. You you get pushed beyond comfortability so much that you just can't wait to fight. You can't wait for the training to be done and to get locked into a cage with another grown man looking for a scrap. Now remember, you step into that cage with confidence. You're prepared and ready to go. And if it's a good matchup, it's a scrap, meaning it's a good back-and-forth fight. Let's say you make it through round one. The corner man leaves, the cut guy leaves, and right before the ref says fight for round two, there's a brief moment you lock eyes with your opponent. And for this brief moment, you think about all the shit you've done leading up to this very, very moment. You start questioning yourself, your training, your diet, and the thought, did you do enough, comes apparent. You become vulnerable. And it's within this vulnerability that can break people. Their belief gets consumed by like agonizing anticipation. And sometimes you can see it on their face. And let me tell you, if this happens, it's game over in the fight game. Remember, I've learned how not to bleed around sharks. Sharks that sense the first little drop of fear then become ruthless with their energy. And it's not fun. But here's the thing. Everybody goes through this. Vulnerability becomes apparent when discomfort arises. It's absolutely normal to question yourself. But let me tell you, it's those that shake that shit out of their mind fastest that win. It's the battle between our own ears. We must win before anything else. I don't necessarily mean just in sport. It's those that utilize their consistent behaviors and their habits as the backbone to confidence and self-belief. You're looking at the dude across from you and wondering, did he train as hard as me? I'm not sure. But knowing without a doubt I did everything possible to give myself a fighting chance to win, it makes all the difference in the world. And when one gets comfortable or doesn't indulge in consistency of growth, it's when shit hits the fan. Because being your best when your best is needed most is when it truly counts. And taking care of your mind, your body, and spirit, it's your insurance plan, man. It's the strategy and antidote to chaos. So we know my buddy going through cancer is about to be in a scrap and then he's about to be vulnerable. I don't have to tell him this. What I will be telling him is that he has done everything up to this very point to lock horns and tussle with the boogeyman art himself. When he is low, I will be around to fire him up for reassurance. Absolutely. But he won't need much of this. Because he's not doing it for himself. And just like Art didn't kick the brakes off me to make himself feel better, I mean, I'm sure he smiled a little bit, but Art's my boy. He knew I'd level way the fuck up after that debacle. I guess what I'm trying to get across is this. If you're doing anything substantial solely for self-recognition and personal gains, it's going to be game over. You're always going to find a way out, a perfect excuse of why not, rather than why right now. Look, I'm a huge fan of having a chip on your shoulders and proving others wrong for inspiration. But to truly be a student of life and to be able to wrestle with art, you got to find something bigger than yourself. Something to keep you in the game. Something to hold yourself true to respecting the process and being able to welcome setbacks. Because you weren't meant to play small in this life. God did not give you all these opportunities for you to get comfortable. He provided but left it up to you to play your cards accordingly. And I've mentioned this before. The secret is providing beyond yourself. Once your drive shifts from me to we, you start becoming immune to opposition. 
the exact aspect and principle that'll hold you accountable to stay in the game. You start knowing that adversity means you're on the right track and that it's okay to question yourself at times. The ability to turn self-doubt into self-belief is an absolute game changer and acting as if you know what the fuck you're doing goes such a long way. Martin Luther King said it best. You don't judge a man at times of comfort and convenience. You judge them at times of conflict and controversy. And that's character. That's setting yourself up for when shit hits the fan. Because some people's character is the talk. And they say they're about it until it's time to get down. And then they're nowhere to be found. And then some, though, they enjoy gearing up and biting down on that mouthpiece. It's funny. It's not funny. It's interesting. Life has a funny way of separating the pack. Asking one simple question. I guess it's a great question. I hear you talking. You say you want it. Show me. Show me when the sun ain't shining how bad you truly want it. What are you willing to sacrifice to obtain something fucking special, something worthwhile, something that no one else can ever take from you, like beating cancer? Like staying in the game long enough to follow through on a goal and to be able to defend yourself from when shit hits the fan. And if you're doing this for your son or daughter or your buddy that shaved his his precious locks of hair, man, it'll be a cold day in hell before you look for a way out, before you look for that perfect excuse. Thanks for listening. Episode 7. Everyone's a badass till you meet one. Win the day, players.